What's up, everybody? My name is Jay Penn. And I am Eric Isaiah. And this is Anyone Who's Ever Loved, the podcast. So, this week I figured we could talk about the opening track, which is also the title track, Anyone Who's Ever Loved. Um, and just kind of what that meant to you, what it means to me, the process behind getting it together, and some of the uh, roadblocks we had stepping into it. Um, personally, for me, title tracks mean a lot. I don't know why it means a lot to me, but it does. Um, and I can think of a few instances where artists really, really did that well. Um, I'll start off by saying TLC did a really good job at doing that mm. with fan mail. Uh, NSYNC did a really good job with No Strings Attached. Our fave Brandy did it twice um, with Never Say Never and Full Moon. And uh, another favorite of mine is Sex, Love, and Pain. Um, just really solid instances where I feel like artists took their general concept and created damn near single worthy title tracks. Um, do you have any? Well, like you said, Full Moon. It's Full Moon for me every time because... Every time I think of the album, I think of the song and not just the song, but the fact that you think about a full moon and just all the different emotional places that it can take you to. Mm. And that's a reflection of the album itself. Yes. Like you go on this emotional journey and I think that's what an album should do. I think we did a great job of also capturing that. Agreed. But that was not an easy, at least not on my end, it was not an easy observation to make upon first glance upon first listen um when you first brought the track to me i was excited of course because your brother produced it which i don't know if anybody else knows this so far but eric's uh eric's 18 year old brother produced the opening track and i was excited for that just because i know imarion on a personal level and mm -hmm. it's exciting to see him step into this new lane of being this engineer slash producer um, and doing it really fucking well for somebody who has not been doing it for years and years. Um, and so I was excited for that, but hearing it, I was just like, it sounds a little darker than everything else that we had on the project. So I was a little hesitant and I didn't know how to approach it at first. And so it was important for me that you created a blueprint for me to go off of. How did you hear this and, and felt right off the bat, like, oh, this is, this is what we should go with. Cause I was not sold at first. So I did definitely think it was dark. It was not dark, but like heavy. I would say it felt like a heavier track compared to, you know, songs like Boom, which are, they feel light and, and fluttery. But I thought it was also important to have that diverse sound and to honestly tell the story of what the project was going to be within that track. Essentially, that's what we did from my verse where I began with talking about you know, being hurt to the end of your verse where you say, after it all, love made me stronger. I think that we did a great job of, you know, taking that. I think I took that from the beat. I, I felt that from the beat. We did a great job of taking that heaviness that I felt within the beat and transmuting that into the actual story of the project. And honestly, the story of what love feels like sometimes. Did you and Marion talk about like what you wanted out of this track effort or was this just something that he had already created and you ended up liking it because that's something i truly don't know i don't think we ever had that conversation so mari and i we talked about i told him i wanted something abstract i said i wanted something where it was emotional but it was abstract mm. 
and he knows he knows just from you know the the work we've done together in the past he knows i i love bass i love 808s like i love the the emotion that hides in in drums and bass mm. so when i when he sent it to me i i feel like he sent me one other track before that he only sent me two tracks any the the track that we use for anyone who's ever loved is actually just the second one he sent me and the first one i was i was like you know it was a little more poppy Mm-hmm. And we already had that. We have high, we have boom. Like we have, we have poppy already. This one, it, it added that diversity. It added a different layer of sound. Like it, it, it's almost it's grungy in a way. Yeah. But at this, st- at the same time, it's 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 still very vulnerable. I think from the time I heard the production. Of course, abstract is the perfect word for it, actually. And I wasn't even thinking on that on that spectrum of things, but it's an extremely abstract production. And then the way that you tackle your first verse is not traditionally how we did it on any other track on the album. Like it's almost poetic. Like it's almost like you are at an open mic night and you are giving um, a poem to the beat kind of thing. Um, and it's almost rappy, but without being overtly rappy. So I really did not know how to slide into it at first. So even after having my hesitations about the production, then I hear your verse. And then I'm like, okay, well, bitch, now I really don't know what the fuck to do because <laughs> because Eric took a poetic stance for it. Um, so where do I fit in? And it was frustrating the fuck out of me, honestly, to the point where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll just let Eric do this track because I don't. I don't see me in it. I think also what helped out with that part of the process was when we did come together and I did like let you hear the part that I had actually recorded. And I told you my vision for this song is for it to be like the story of love and how it can it can be it can be high, but it can also be low. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you captured in that moment you had you had one of those moments where it was like you do something and you you don't really appreciate it in that moment and you step away from it because we we recorded that and then we sat on what you recorded for a solid it felt like a solid five months i was gonna say it was at least 90 days show like it was it was it was three to five months of us us waiting and kind of working on other things i was i was still mixing and engineering the project so i mean i i had time to step away from that and when it came to coming back to it and I was like all right we need to wrap this up I think by the time you heard what I had done with what you what you had already recorded you came back to it and you're like okay I like it I I actually like this now so yeah let's let's continue and I think even in this moment I just had a I had an epiphany um of how I even got the first half of my verse done and I didn't realize that Jarrell had inspired me because Jarrell. So this was like a family affair, low key, because <laughs> Eric's brother <laughs> produced. Fact. Right. <laughs> Eric's brother produced it. Um, then Eric did his first verse. And then Eric and I talked a little before I ever even created my verse. And we agreed that my brother would be a nice fit for a rap verse on it. Now, y'all have not heard this rap verse yet because it's to be released on something that we have coming up in the near future (laughs) um but my brother was just happened to be in town uh that summer and he came in he put his rap verse down 
and watching Jarrell tackle the beat low-key inspired me and I didn't realize that till now but it wasn't until he started writing his verse that I even had a melody in mind for the song because in my mind I wasn't doing the song I hadn't told nobody that but I wasn't <laughs> I'm like I'm not doing this I'm not gonna even get on and embarrass myself um but watching Jarrell first do things it, first you hmm. gonna you gonna just put his whole government out like that Nigga, I'm going by the name I've known him for the last 21 years. You started with Mari, Mari Bodega. You started with Mari. You said it's full government. I said, I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to let it ride. But you ain't going to have King Rell out here. I'm sorry to those men. I'm so sorry. Um, But no, yeah. So my brother inspired me. And then I got my melody. And then it started to kind of come together. And then I hit another roadblock because I didn't know how to finish my verse. And so, like, very much like what you just said, it took at least three months for me to be able to finish it just because unfortunately with me once i make up something in my mind it's really hard to break away from that um and it's often to my own detriment so i had to like you said sit on it and receive the fact that this was happening and then once i did that and gave it a breather i was able to come back and uh give the verse that is currently there I think that speaks volumes to just the creative process and how sometimes you got to let things breathe. And even even just how collaboration can work, because you I had to mix it. I had to mix that record the way that I did. I had to add that break. I remember when I added the break between my my verse and your your verse. And. I feel like that was a factor in making the difference, but. I feel like even in our in our friendship, there are times when I need you to step in or you need me to step in and say, hey, I know you feel X or Y or Z about it, but actually mm-hmm. look at it from this perspective and you may find that you actually love it. And I do. <laughs> I do now. Like, I truly love that song um, for all of the ups and downs that it brought, child. Let's get into some of these lyrics a little bit because you say some shit that is extremely deep and there's a uh, there's something i've been meaning to ask you since hearing it and i just never got around to asking because just being caught up in the the process of it all but one of your lyrics is i'm not talking about the what is it so i said bad song already here i am no i said um yeah it's been a minute since i met that thing called love i ain't talking what your mama give i'm talking about the fucks Fuck your heart, fuck your time, fuck what you thought you would never mind. Explain that line, because that's the only line of your verse that I still to this day don't truly grasp. So for me, that part was just about moving through life and not just in romance, but even in platonic connections. You come across so many people that are just focused on themselves or just not focused on other people or you, (laughs) people that made without saying it just say fuck you i wasn't actually here for your feelings i was i was here for me i was here for this Mm. sorry to that man i like that i like that i was listening to the other day and i'm just like i don't quite understand where he's going with this but okay (laughs) (laughs) but no i i that makes perfect fucking sense and you said it in such an artistic way that i guess that's why it went over my head even being a writer Mm. sometimes you will find lyrics that are beyond you as a writer I think one of my favorite lines from my verses, just that uh, that moment of honesty and transparency where I say, um, I've been broken and caused breakdown. Yes, because yep. it's, it's real shit. Like, I can play the victim all I want to and say that any 
a relationship that I've had that's fallen apart was not my fault, but that's bullshit. And Listen, that go- accountability matters. And I get that now at this age of 30, whatever I am. Um, Listen, accountability is don't. real. <laughs> and I, um, I'm learning to take accountability for the parts that I play in, in things within my life. And I think that was the first time that I vocally did that because I know I'm not a saint. I'm also not a bad person, though. Um, And I think looking at it from that perspective of I fuck up and I'm always going to fuck up until the day that I die. But my intent is never um, driven with malice. And so while I have fucked up, I can acknowledge that and I can acknowledge that other people have fucked up. And that's the cycle of love. I think it's beautiful that you acknowledge like, yes, I'm not perfect, but also I don't move with ill intent. I think if we if more people kept that in their mind, like even even in moments where it's hard, I have to remind myself like, yeah, that person may have cut me off or yeah, this this may have happened. But I have to also keep in mind that I'm not a victim and, and maybe it wasn't their intent to, to hurt me. Maybe they were in their own little world doing their own little thing. Lord True. knows I have those moments. So, I mean. True. And I guess that's, that gives you um, gives you. The perspective to give other people grace absolutely and i think that when you are younger you you don't even know what grace truly is because you still are experiencing you still have to you know come to your own realizations realizations of things but i know for a fact in relationships relationships i've been in i've completely looked at the other person like you meant to hurt me your intent was to like wrong me and make me feel the things that i'm feeling mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not even the fucking case people get yeah they're on their journey they're they're learning and growing just like you and me exactly so agreed, it was agreed. a really really interesting track to do <laughs> um i <laughs> i would like to say that i've never been so challenged but i have <laughs> on other tracks on this out like this album was just challenging in the best ways um, and we'll continue to reveal, you know, other challenges that we had, but this was by far the most challenging because I didn't initially start off liking anything about it from my verse to just the overall process of the way that it, it, it pushed me into a corner that I didn't want to go into. And so, um, but I grew, I grew, I thank Mari for challenging me with the production, even though he don't know that he did. I think eric for staying firm in the fact that this is what we need i thank my brother for inspiring me like it was just a really really good process and so there you have it i can't wait for people to hear his verse i know i know i'm excited everyone it has been a pleasure and just like that the royals are out we will catch you guys next time on anyone who's ever loved the podcast